Lights, camera, action. Hello and welcome to another edition of Movie Madness in association with Spitballing Pod. I'm Luke Byron, joined as always by Tom Kennett and Keenan Bonner. No Sean Shoot again, hopefully I'll be back with us next week. We're in the second round, as I've said, and continuing through the bracket, we have today's matchup, 2005's Wedding Crashes, through after beating Dirty Grandpa in round one. Good episode that was. Mm. Up against 2018's Game Night, through after beating Bridesmaids in round one. Our third time speaking about wedding crashes. We just can't get enough. No. No, we cannot. I did... Uh, Literally, I don't know how many times we'd have to do it to get sick of it. I'm not sure it's possible. I, mean, I, I didn't know uh, if I was dropping a bit of seed of doubt in uh, the chat last week when I uh, did say, wedding crash, I like it. Not my favourite in the bracket, but I think we'll uh, take me out, Star, reveal our favourite in the bracket when it comes to uh, the final round. So mm-hmm. we'll get there. Sequels or lack of then? We went through from having a, a, the most time I think spent in many episodes in the last episode going over Harold and Kumar, mainly myself, apologies, and uh, Step Brothers <laughs> and the potentials that we had there. We spoke with David Dobkin, uh, pick that name up that we've just dropped there, but he did say that. The sequel is at least being spoken about now. They do have the concept for it. And I guess we just have to wait and see if it eventually does come through. Yeah, I did respect I did respect when we spoke to him. He said it wasn't rushed because he didn't want to take away from the first film. I actually don't think we're going to ever get it. I don't. The longer it goes, the less likely I think it is. I think you might get a reboot. Or, or something, but I don't know if you'll get those two. Crikey. Yeah, reboot, American Pie Presents style, that could be a rough. <laughs> it could be, but I don't think I don't know the longer it goes on, because I think the money the money it generates now would be less. A little bit like you said about you know previously, when you give a certain amount of time between a sequel, yeah. you're losing some of your audience. Yeah, exactly, and I do think that would would, would happen. I mean, on IMDb, it's still in the. It says it's still in the script stage. Um, so it looks like we're no further forward than uh, what we believed we were. Something uh, to notice here: if you um, search "wedding crashes" in IMDb and you go on that or "wedding crashes two, um, an article about our episode with him is actually in the sidebar for all the people that go to see a wedding crash on IMDb. So <laughs> true. Everyone having a look there. Well, the first thing you see. <laughs> Thankfully I changed a thumbnail. So maybe us smiling down the camera isn't putting anyone off clicking until it's too late. Yeah. I do. We're not literally the first thing you see. I mean, there's, there's three related news articles there. It says Nicholas Cage almost took Will Ferrell's role in wedding crashes. <laughs> Will Ferrell and Rachel McAdams talk Wedding Crashes sequel reunite for Eurovision and please don't ever make a Wedding Crashes 2. <laughs> so, so I don't know. I want to see the runs... second one selfishly. Yeah. But I sort of get 
don't ever make a wedding crashes too. Yeah, don't, ru- don't ruin a, fa- a fantastic singular film. I think it has to be very bad to truly ruin it for you. For me personally, yeah, you are probably right. It would have to be one of the worst films ever made for it to kill, kill the memory of the first. <laughs> Even then, we could just pretend like it never happened. We could just put that in yeah. the corner and be like, no, no, that didn't happen. Did you like the concept that you came with in that they're kind of at an age now where they're struggling to see if they don't have the partner that they have now and what are they going to do? Yeah. Yeah. He definitely reassured us, didn't he, with what he was saying in yeah. terms of he wouldn't even think about doing it if he didn't think it was going to be sort of up to the standard. So. Yeah. yeah. On on game night, so the writers have said they'd love to do a sequel. They've said they believe that they have such a strong concept there that you could actually have a series of films, whether it was the same cast or not. Um, I think as well received as it was, I do think we struggled to get a sequel there because you'd imagine the first the first one being as successful as it was, actors are probably going to want a bit more cash the second time around. <laughs> and yeah. you've mm-hmm. got quite the cast there, whether it's from, uh, I forget uh, uh, the fella's name, but doing New Girl, then you've got Jason Bateman who making that Netflix money with Ozark as uh, actor and producer and director. You've got Rachel McAdams, who I imagine she'd probably be quite easy Tyler, when you look at some of the other roles that she is taking, but as for to get all of them back together, Jesse Plemons, you're going to have to get him in there. It's going to cost you a pretty penny, so you're going to need big studio backing, so they're not going to yeah. do it half-heartedly. Yeah, I'd be probably right, mate. I don't know yeah. about... I, I don't know how strong this... Uh, we've got such a strong concept. I mean, it centres around people playing board games, so, I mean... I don't really know, but I, I I agree with them that I think they do have a, a, a strong concept in that it was th- it was in terms of being a comedy, it was different to anything that I'd seen in so long. That yeah, but it's not now, is it? It's no, that's not, it. It's it's only not, different not than once. To, to sound rude, but I like I say, I don't know. No, like, like I, if should they make a second one? And it's got that casting. Will I watch it? Absolutely. And I will probably, as long as it's not terrible, I probably enjoy it. But I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know how much I would look forward to it. This is going to sound like an obvious statement, but you've got a good concept as long as you keep the standard of movie high. Yeah. The yeah. first time that dips, everyone's going to be like, "No, I hate this now. I don't want. I'm not even just in this anymore." Some of the intricacies with kind of the above shots they had, making it look like um, like a game board, and some of the transitions, I thought, just made it that level. Mm. So, yeah, if they could, they'd have to find a kind of game, and whether it was going to be something as simple as snakes and ladders, and it's two step forward, one step back each time, or the other way around, and there, there's going to be some kind of way, isn't there? Whether yeah. it's going to be mouse trap, and they, <laughs> it's going to be. There's all kinds of possibilities by the fact that board games have been being played for however many years, so they've got no real shortage of things to choose from. So I think Operation, but they're actually cutting up brooks. Yeah. With the right people in charge, and Jason Bateman does seem... You struggle to find a poorly written thing that he's done, everything that he's been involved in, at least in recent times. They, they yeah. said when they got him for the first movie that look 
he doesn't come to you, you chase him down and you convince him that what yeah. you've got is worthwhile for him to star in. So if he's going to commit to it. Very bankable, mate, Jason Bateman. Well, it was meant to come out nearly two years prior. And they said every time they came to him with a finished script, he would suggest something that they thought, how have we never thought of that? And so we'd go back and they would rewrite a section of the script and then they'd come back and then they'd say, why don't we do that? And so that happened for a year of them redoing and redoing and redoing it. And they said they couldn't even be annoyed each time because it was like, this is just genius. The things that he's saying to add in or to take away or to get on the casting and that kind of thing. So mm. he's probably thinking, what are you doing here, guys? I'm acting in it. I'm yeah. basically <laughs> rewriting it for you. What are you doing? Um, if we go on to what I love about this movie, so I'll go to you first, Keenan. I don't know what you're doing there. <laughs> you, you keep squeaking. Well, you got nothing. a new pair of school shoes. You're trying to you're trying to squeeze into. <laughs> no. Where are we? Wedding crashes. Yeah, long you. I've seen Mind Hunter. Maybe you have got a pair of little pair of shoes there. What? That's quite a niche reference for the rest of us who haven't. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a legit bloke but it's going to be one of them like in Simon where he explains his joke and it's just quite <laughs> sickening so it was if you were uh, were a mass murderer with uh, oh, a shoe bomber yeah uh, with a shoe bomber yeah yeah sorry I'm with you now I, forgot, I know what it is about it's the Unabomber right I don't know what the guy's name was but yeah the Unabomber is the guy who they had to give him pairs of shoes for him to talk yeah um, what do I love about wedding crashes what the thing I love most, Vince Vaughn. <laughs> I uh, yeah, I went the cast for everything from the Owen Wilson, Vince Vaughn tandem to Rachel McAdams, Isla Fisher, and then you've still got Bradley Cooper, Will Ferrell, and Christopher Walken to mention, even after you've done all those. So yeah, the cast as a whole was yeah, I'd agree. But as a singular performance or whatever, this Vince, the star of this show. What about you, TK? I just put it is perfection next to it. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I love most about TK. It's the one person I've met who appreciates this film as much as I. <laughs> if we go on to game night, I kind of said my thoughts on it there. Just how original it was at the time. It was one of those where you go into the cinema, maybe just hoping you see a good film, and it really did. Kind of blow my mind. Makes it sound like I've just seen like The Godfather for the first time, but. In terms of expectation to um, delivery, it was the best I'd seen in quite some time. And so the originality, I didn't expect it to take the twist that it did, where it kind of double bluffs you with the twists each time. And I think it could be one of the best performances Rachel McAdams has had when you looked on her IMDb and she's had some great roles. So everything about Game Night, but the originality stood out for me. Keenan. See, I, actually, I I have something very similar. Um, it's the plot you just twist. got Rachel McAdams. Oh, okay. No, <laughs> I mean I'm okay with that. Um, if you'd like that to be my answer, um, I would suggest. Sorry, I would say it's the plot twist. For a comedy, the story is quite intricately written. Yeah. Which is re- is really nice because it is funny, but there is like there is a full blown narrative to it, which is is quite nice. What about you, TK, finally? 
Uh, we're going on to what you said about the expectations thing. That's probably what could do them over with any sequel as well. Because I don't think there were yeah, high expectations going into this, whereas now there's going to be pressure on. They're of a, sort of a Lampard. <laughs> expectations are on now. Um, this is going to sound like I'm literally just copying you, so I'll just read what I put word for word. So for a comedy, there's a genuine feeling there's always a twist around the corner, is what I said about it. And it is true, you're, you're never quite sure. No. If we go on to the nitpick then, and I, I did really struggle with these two. I actually had the same nitpick for both of them, and it was just that we're still waiting for a sequel, really. Game Night, you've obviously been waiting a lot less time, but we don't know that it's in production, so... That was the only real nitpick that I had with it because other than that, there isn't really anything I'd change. Uh, that the priest grasses Jeremy up. It's <laughs> supposed to be a man of God. He does my boy like that. Disgrace. If that didn't happen, then he might not have found his way in with Arthur Fisher properly. Correct. You're probably right, but you never mm. know. Just give your words to a man of God. Do you know what I mean? Who expects, <laughs> expect them keep stum? He, he was off the clock. <laughs> Mate, he's, he, even, he even shares a drink and has a, has a little whiskey with him. <laughs> I mean, he's trying to eat some pancakes. The, the priest is grassing him. <laughs> what about you, uh, TK? You looking for it for both films here, sorry? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, wedding crisis, Brandon Mann, I've just said perfection. I genuinely couldn't find it. I was trying to think. And bearing in mind, you know, we're saying about sequels, I have also tended to be an advocate of if a film's great, sort of leave it alone as well. So even then, I can't say that it has to have a sequel. If it did, I'd watch it. But yeah. as it is, it's great in the films it is. Uh, so I, can't, I genuinely couldn't pick an answer for that. Um, game Night, I thought, maybe I've just got too much respect for Jason Bateman, but I thought there's not that big a disparity between Jason Bateman and Carl Chandler. You know, he's feeling really insecure about his brother. Because <laughs> you know what? you got plenty going for you, mate. Don't, don't worry about him. You know, you've got a nice wife, nice place. You're not bad looking about yourself. Don't worry about him. Absolutely dying piece of a missus, by the way. Yeah, and he's there, you know, feeling in, inferior to his brother. Don't worry about him. Mate, money, can't cars, get his, the rest. Can't get his nuts off. <laughs> well, no, he can't get her pregnant, but he's, he's obviously just, doing the rest of it, all right? Or she ain't sticking around. They're just, they're just swimming backstroke, that's it. Yeah. Hey, she, TK, she's enjoying herself uh, enough TK, to still TK. be there. Well, yeah, he's trivia. She needs him for that pub quiz. Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> I mean, they're using it. each other. Um, yeah, I mean, money, I was just going to say, money, cars, the rest of it. Carl Chandler can keep it if I can wake up next to Rachel McAdams. <laughs> <laughs> no questions asked. Oh, he's definitely... Um, Nitpick for game night. Um, I'm really bad at nitpicks. Um, I don't know. It's nice not to say it's a perfect film. It's just not something I've considered. I do think there are parts of it. I hope you have considered it because uh, <laughs> you have, <laughs> no, no, but, to consider it. <laughs> oh yeah, but I'm a busy man. Um, wait, there, hold on. I'll try and get. If I don't think of one, we'll move on. But. I was going to say the blonde, the blonde bloke as a character. I know he's just comic relief, but how is he getting invited to your game night if these two take it so seriously and the poor bloke <laughs> sounds like he can't get out of bed without hurting himself? He'd be dead cut, wouldn't he, from, compared yeah. to people like them? I know Do it's an not... easy win, but... Jim, that's <laughs> what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, but if you're if you're a Premier League, you don't want to be playing League 2 every week. It gets boring very quickly. You play FIFA <laughs> on amateur mode. You love doing wow. that. Again, as with everything else, like Madden, you don't want this work. <laughs> I'll give you the work on FIFA, Madden, 
you hustled me. So yeah. out of for respect record, for, for myself, won't play the record listeners. Madden, he does not want that work. But yeah, that's my point. They take it very seriously to the point that they're both berating like you're battering their own teammates in the opening. And actually, you got, you've got this div turning up. It's just... It's like in um, Four Christmases where Vince is there with Reese Witherspoon and then they do the little uh, 20 questions thing and they realise they don't know much about each other. Mm. She's taking it seriously and he's not. Well, anyway, yeah. Right. I've never now, seen the film, so I'll take you word for wow. Disrespectful to Vince. <laughs> now, I fear I could know the answer here when we go into this one. Last scene standing. Is there a scene here to knock the pursuit of happiness scene off the perch? We've got yeah. wedding crash and we've got game night. You know my stance. I'll let you two take the take the floor. TK, do you want to take the you can take the lead, please, mate? So I'm I'm rolling with you've got either the shout montage you've got Chaz <laughs> or you've got the opening I would throw either of those one as a genuine contender yep I actually if I was going to put one forward for wedding crashes did have the football game as my uh, oh you can have it. yeah yeah you can take that oh, you can have the fucking dinner see Jesus Christ I can just go for the whole fucking <laughs> film <here. laughs> this is... um... we needed Sean here for this yeah <laughs> This is like I've come to watch a Merseyside derby with you two as an Everton fan. <laughs> You're talking like you don't want one of these. No, no, I do, but it's just one of them. Like I should know better than to turn up in that instance. <laughs> yeah. If it was going to lose to someone, I, my, I probably would go to wedding montage in a similar kind of vein that we've said before, much like the... Uh, Childish Gambino video where you, you you watch it several times and you kind of pick something different up each time that's going on in the background or in, even in the main front that you maybe just don't consider so much the first time around. I think that did win our best scene on the week we did it, if I'm not mistaken as well. It did, yeah. So I feel potentially maybe we go montage for montage against Project X. In which case, I would have the wedding crashes one winning out just. And so, myself. it's on you, Keenan. Mm-hmm. It's uh, on you. Oh, okay, sorry. Yeah, it's the wedding crashes montage. <laughs> so, pursuit of happiness, JB, I'm sorry. you got to get off that chair, I'm afraid. Mate, if it wins, maybe we can ask Dave back for a quick 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> no disrespect to uh, either, but I do fear... Dave has probably got a bit less time on his hands. He does, but I reckon he'd spare it for the boys. <laughs> we had a connection depends, there. Depends if he knows Sean's on or not. Mm. <laughs> he might not fancy it there. A line from the film that works as a Tinder bio. Game not, I did really struggle with this. Um, the only one I found was, I will admit I've eagerly awaited a visit such as this. <laughs> nice. Wedding crashes, obviously, far more. I think I gave it as my best quote of that week. Um, I'm not going to apologise. I'm a coxman. <laughs> yeah. Playing into one I said for one of the previous films. Um, Rule 16, give me an up-to-date family tree. 
<laughs> Raw 76. What are you letting yourself in for? Raw 76, no excuses, play like a champion. I said it every time. <laughs> and my actual Tinder bio, you know, they say we only use 10% of our brains. I think we only use 10% of our hearts. Yeah. <laughs> um, I can't, I always can't remember. That's just gone completely out of my head because you've, you've charmed me a little bit with, with your delivery. Um, essentially, most of what Vin, Vince Lawn says. Generally, <laughs> just you do have a character count, I'm afraid. So. Okay. Uh, oh, you do. Oh, I'm fucked because I would, I would happily give this speech about weddings. Uh, well, don't do it. For any, don't do it. Don't do it for anyone else. Just do it for yourselves. <laughs> as, he, as he says to the couple at the beginning, don't do it for each other. Do it for yourself. Any more, Freddie? More before I give you the uh, results? I'm sure you're quaking in your boots here. Oh, love is a uh, love is a counterpoint. Love is the counterpoint, or your soul's recognition of its counterpoint in another. That is a great one. I've got uh, they built for speed or comfort. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was going to say, I feel like if Keenan uses that one as his bio, he's doing quite a bit of false advertisement as to what kind of person <laughs> they're getting. <laughs> Which one? The lo- the love is there? Yeah. <laughs> That seems wildly harsh. Yeah. No, I mean, you, you're not getting a sensitive soul, are you? <laughs> Again, that's, that's even worse. Taking batter in it. Johnny, you've done me out and be like, no, no, I don't mean that. Oh, I mean second ten times worse. No, I didn't mean you were soulless, I meant you were soulless. <laughs> well, thanks, mate, it's been fun. <laughs> if that's your bio and you're not getting match use... Maybe I've answered the reason why. <laughs> it's not my bio for the record. Um, Maybe it should be though. Well, apparently not. <laughs> <laughs> well, it might, it might get you in the door. I'm just saying. <laughs> Expectation and matching reality. If I put the, uh, I'm a qualified car mechanic, it might get me in the door when they ask me to <laughs> check the engine and I'm going around the back of the car. <laughs> think, okay. Look, from everything, from everything Byron said, Maybe taking advice from him on Tinder isn't great anyway, so go the opposite of what he said. Remember <laughs> Byron said, apparently I'm the world's biggest prick. <laughs> I was going to say I'm like about an hour. Randy and Andy in a sex drive where they can't close, but the opener isn't great either. Why can't Smith to upset you? No, he's talking about himself here, aren't you? Yeah, I'm talking about myself. Yeah, you must going to say that. I mean... If that you want to bring yourself in, then you could be the Randy to my Andy, but <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. What a shit do how we would be. For game night, I had a I'm not loving your semen. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't get anything else on that. <laughs> well, that, is, that is your part, it's even more peculiar. <laughs> exactly. Keep him guessing. TK made his way over well maybe round three um, what a work in a grinder by a grinder by I actually like that because I think we could do we'd do pieces with that it would all be it would all be immature as fuck but fuck it <laughs> well I can now give you the results so it was just short of a whitewash it was 11-1 in favour of wedding crashes boom boom um, boom what was the one Originality. Uh, and ending, ending took. Uh, uh, I, I gave that to game. Oh, I will say this yeah. might change it. Sorry, I've just checked. 
I didn't give you a vote for originality in this. He did. I don't think I did. Well, if you didn't, then I gave it to Wedding Crashers as an assumption. <laughs> oh, no, I actually would have given it to Game Night. I don't know if that's I know it doesn't change anything, but just for the record. It would have, it would have tied it, so it would have been a 10-1 instead. So. Okay. <laughs> so, still fairly conclusive. So, mm. Wedding Crashers goes through to face Harold and Kumar in the next round. That's a big one. Harold and Kumar? No, sorry, sorry. Goes through to face Step Brothers, yeah. Uh, that's um, an even bigger one. That is a clash. Yeah, so for what we have so far for round three, we have Superbad against American Pie, That's My Boy against Anchorman, and Step Brothers against Wedding Crashes. Jesus, we are in the nitty gritty here. So, so, so we have we have two matchups next week. We have Hangover against Dodgeball and Ooh. Scary Movie against Old School to determine what's going to go through to the next. Hangover round. against Dodgeball. That's that's got that's that's tasty, really, isn't it? You're asking us to make nasty choices at this stage. Well, it's going to be blind scoring from here on out, so that's a bit more to it. Mm. Because there were a couple where, from memory, Sean has quite literally asked someone to charm him so he can make his mind up as to we which pitched way to us. <laughs> so there we go. But that just that does us for this week. As I said, we'll be back next week with those two matchups, and then the week after, we will be crowning a winner. So stay tuned for that. If you haven't already, check out our interview with JB Rogers that we dropped on Wednesday, speaking about American Pie. Everything to do with American Pie, really. He directed American Pie 2, so more specifically that, working with the Farley brothers and uh, a lot more. And then we may have some more bits coming to your screen. Oh, yeah, screens before then. But we've also got our Steve Pink interview, which you can check out also, talking Hot Tub Time Machine, Hot Tub Time Machine 2 and Gross Point Blank, which there seems to be a bigger market for than what we anticipated. I don't steer you wrong. <laughs> so thanks again for listening to another episode of Movie Madness. We'll be back. Will Sean join us? You'll have to find out next week. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>